Shalom, we're going to the Masechus Baba Kamadav. Samach Testres Daf discusses being makdish something when it's not in your rishos. The various markers they use in land to show where there's kamravai, orla, kvoros. Then we discuss the tznuin who used to take off. Uh, from their field for those who had stolen from them and the, the question was is when when did they take them off for, for those who will steal or for those who have stolen that leads us into a discussion of Bereira and we have three Chidushim from Rabbi Yechanan clarifications yesterday we mentioned a Machalekas Rabbi Yechanan Rish that post Yish once Yish is done Rabbi Yechanan says that's still not a Kenyan. And the thief who stole from this person who is now Miyayah still has to pay the of hay. It's still not considered his. So he still has to pay the dollar of hay. He's, he's, he just sold or shechted something stolen. Berish Lakish says that that is a Kenyan and he'll be potter. Now the Gemara asks, you're telling me that Rabbi Yechonon who says that it's not Koyuna is based on the Tznuin who were able to be makdish things that weren't even in the Rishos. The guy stole it, ran away, and now he's like, you know what, I want to I want to be part of this right now for all those stolen fruits. So they won't be chayev for eating my kerem revai. How does that work? If the owners are now makdish it, then why does the, why, why does the thief have to pay bechlal? Why does he have to pay kefel? By being makdish it and uh, uh, doing an effective Hectish, it should go back to that original owner. Rabbi Yechonon answers that the case was that they brought him to Bezdin before the owner was Makdish. So now this Ganav is gonna be potter from the Dalad Vehei. The Gemara says, What was the case? Was it that Bezdin told the Ganav, You have to go pay? He's not going to be chayv dal vehei even if the owner wasn't makdashit. Rava says that once Bezdin tells him he has to pay for what he stole, now if he does tovach uh, his shechter sells it, he's going to be potter because it's his. Now, it's just a matter of pikodon. Since everyone knows about it, he doesn't have the din of a ganav anymore. Now he has the din of a gazlan, and a gazlan, which is like an outright thief, doesn't pay dal vehei. It's only if Bezdin tells him you're chayiv to pay, there he's going to still be chayiv dalad vehei if he shechts it or sells it before paying the owner for his, th- for his theft. He still has a din of a ganiv until he's actually sent out to go pay. So the case has to be that he went to Bezdin before the owner was mocked to shit. And they told him you're only chayiv to pay. They didn't actually tell him to go and pay. The Chedesh is, since the owner now goes on his Maktashid, he's pottering him from Dalar and Vehei. Next, Rabbi Yochanan tells us that if someone steals and the owners are not Misyayish, neither the owner nor the, gaz, the, the Ganiv is allowed to be Maktash's item. The owner doesn't have it in his possession and it's not the property of the Ganivs to be Maktash. The Gemara says, wait, does Rabbi Yochanan really hold that neither the owner or the thief is able to be Maktash? This animal, Rabbi Yochanan says, that we pa- he passes like every Stam Mishnah, which can get him into trouble because we have to fit every Stam Mishnah into his Shita. And we have a Stam Mishnah that sounds like you are able to be Maktish, your item remotely. Where do we see this? Is the Gemara 
a Mishnah Meiser Shani Parakei Mishnah Aleph that tells us that they used to put markers on their land to let people know that there's something that you're not allowed to eat here. So for Karen Ravai, they would put some mounds of dirt and that was the simon for camera vi because just like you're able to get enough from dirt you just have to work the land and plant it so too the camera vi you're able to get enough you just have to be pointed or bring it to your shalayim or law that area they would mark off with crushed clay with cheres just like cheres is has no hano, so you're not allowed to get any hano from Arla. And if there was a caver there, they would mark that off with sid, with cement, which is uh, white, and white like bones, and they would dissolve that and smear it all over so it would become white. People would realize there's a caver there. Now there's a Kabbalistic Indian doing blue. Rebbe Shimon ben Gamaliel jumps in over there and he says that was only during Shemitah when anyone is actually allowed to come in it was Al-Hefker so that's where he had to mark it off but if it's not Shviyas and people aren't allowed to be here Halitei let the Russia come in he's stealing so let him he, he, he ends up stealing some Orla he ends up becoming Tomei on the caver eating Karim Ravai that's his problem he shouldn't have been here in the first place However, the Tznuim, the Hasidim who wanted to they felt bad they, they didn't want the Ganovim to eat Eser they would put aside some money for all those who took from his Isser and all that Kedusha Shabichal on this money. However, the Stam Mishnah says they were able to be, right, this, these Tsunuim were able to be Makdish even though their fruit was long gone, it was stolen, it was, who knows where it is. And yet they're able to be Makdish over here. You'll say that that was just a Shimon Ben Gamaliel Shita, that's not a Stam Mishnah. No, 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 no. Rabbi Barachana says there, Biochanan Paskins like Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamaliel in every case except for three cases. Or Rabbi Tzidon and Riach Reina. But he should be going like Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamaliel as well. The Gemara answer is we have to change with the Lashon of the Mishnah. It's not that the Tznum would take off and be makdish, the fruit which was stolen, they would wake up in the morning and say, anything that will be mislocate, that any thief is going to take, should, in this field, which is present right here, I want that Kedusha to be on this money here. So it wasn't long distance. If you're going to hold, you can't be makdish something long distance. Umar says, hold on, another cash on the can't hold that. Yochanan made a statement that Snum and Rav Doisa are saying the same thing. And Rav Doisa was talking about a case where the guy was taking off, the chassid was taking off uh, the money, being maktish the money, for the stuff which was already nilkat, already taken. It's long distance. Where do we see that? There's a b'raisa talking about leket. Where Rav Yehuda tells us, uh, we have a, by leket, you're, it's, you're, the aniyam are only allowed to take two Bundles which fall. If there's three, that's also That's still property of the Baal. But not everyone knew these halachas very well. And they would be accidentally stealing by taking three. So the Baal Bayes would be mafke them. If you this says that, that in the morning the Baal Bayes would go out to his field. And he would say whatever the Aniyam take by mistake today is hefker. Rabdoisa says that you could even do this at night. He could say anything that was taken accidentally by Aniyam is hefker. They're not stealing from me. And Rabbi Yochanan is saying that that's the same case as the Tznuim, where he's taking it off from the past, long distance. I thought Rabbi Yochanan says that when the owner gets this thing stolen, he can't be Makdashib because it's not in his Rishos. So the Gemara first tries to answer it. You have to switch around. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Doisa switch their shitas. Rabbi Doisa is the one that's saying that you preemptively are Mafkir, your Leket. 
The Gemara says, why would he flip around to Rav Dois and Rav Yehuda? Why not switch around Rav Yehudan? Switch his statement and say, tell, instead of saying that Snoom is the same as Rav Dois, tell him to say that Snoom are the same as Rav Yehuda. But leave Rav Yehuda and Rav Dois in their shitas. Gemara clarifies it and answers that Rav Yehuda has to be going on the past. Because if the guy is waking up in the morning and saying, whatever will be taken will be the ones which will be my grain, which are Hefker, that's a, that's a din in Brera. And Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera. So it can't be Rabbi Yehuda. Where do we see this? Where do we see that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera? There's a Mishnah here. This is one of the eight places in Shas that mentions Brera. It says that if someone buys wine from Kutim, so he's sharing the barrel with them, he could say that these two Lugim that I'm taking, that in the future, that's going to be Truma, Ten of them are going to be my Sirishon. And then he could drink now and later, whenever he takes off. That's what he takes off then with using Barreiro. Those Lugan are his Truma and his Meiser. None of them are Meiser Shaini. Romero says you could drink that right now using Barreiro. Rabbi Yehuda, however, Rabbi Yosin of Shimon, they hold that it's also. Rabbi Yehuda does not hold the Barreiro. So therefore, we have to switch Rabbi Yehuda of Doisa instead of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yochanan's statement can't be going on Rabbi Yehuda, making him say that the Hefker on the Leket was using Breira in the morning. But the Gemara says, why do you have to switch the Shittas in the Mishnah at all? You have a Kasha, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda. Now we have a Kasha, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan. Now we just have a Stira in Amiroim. Because Rabbi Yochanan is saying that the guy is taking off his... He's being mafkir, whatever was accidentally taken by the Aniyim. As Leket. Why doesn't he say that he's being mafkered in the morning? You see that he holds a Brera. But Rabbi Yechonon doesn't hold the Brera. Because Rabbi Asim Rabbi Yechonon says, when brothers are dividing up the, the singular Yerusha of their father, they have the din of buyers. There's no Brera assuming that every portion that they got was already theirs. And then... Side halacha, we see over there that, that all property will have to go back by Yovel because they have the din of the kuchas. But you see, this is Rabbi Yochanan saying that there's no Brera. So the Gemara does a 180 and says, really? Case of Snurus was, was post facto. He's saying whatever was stolen is on this money here. Ah, it's not his property. Rabbi Yochanan has a different. Stam Mishnah that he can learn from. We learn that if someone steals from a thief, that he steals a stolen item, you don't pay kefal on that. I should, why, why don't they both pay kefal? He doesn't pay kefal to the, to the first thief, granted, because this is the good name of Ish and not from the base Haganov, but maybe he should pay kefal to the original owners, just like the first Ganov has to pay to the original owners. That knas of kefal. My learns from here doesn't pay the second Ganev because it's not his. And he doesn't pay the original owners because it wasn't in their Rishos. Uh, why do we follow this? Why is Rabbi Yechonon following this Stam Mishnah instead of the one of Tznuin, which sounds like you can't be Maktish long distance? Because he has a Pasuk to back him up. Just like his house is in his Rishos. He's only able to be Makdash things which are in his Rishos, not long distance. And we learn three things, says the Gemara, from Rabbi Yechanan's statement. 
Abaye tells us, without Rabbi Yochanan telling me that, that Snuim are the same as Rav Doisa's Halacha, the owner is allowed to be mafkir as Lekad at the end of the day, I would think that while Tznuin encompasses Rav Doisa's Psaq, Rav Doisa would not agree that the Tznuin would work to help the thieves get off the hook for eating at the Ravai. Because Rav Doisa would look at Tznuin and be like, hey, if the Rabbonon are being nice to Agan of Kavachoymer, they'll be okay with, 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 an, with a, an Oni who's Bishoigig taking three stocks instead of two. He doesn't know the halachas. But from the Dice's perspective, yeah, the Torah, the Torah will be makel to allow you to be mafkir, you're like a, to save the Anayim, but who says they'll help a, a, a Ganov who just ran off with your fruit? Let the Russia deal with his consequences. Rav also learns that without Rabbi Yechonin telling me that Snumer and, and Doisa are saying the same thing, I would think that the Tano who says the case of Snu and the Hasidim who... who to the thieves, I would think that it's Rav Meir. Because Rav Meir says by Meiser Shani that this Meiser Shani is property of Hektish. But the Torah still makes it as if it's in his Rishos to be paided. Because the Pasuk says, Vem gol yigol ishmi ma'asroi chamishi so Yosef alav. The Torah calls it ma'asroi his Meiser. So when he's, when he's paided, he has to add a chaymish, a quarter. So by Kerem Avai, I would learn out from Kodosh Kodosh, from Meiser, because it says Kodosh Hilulim, and it says by Meiser v'chol Meiser aritz mizera aritz mepriyar ha'etz la'ashem hu Kodesh. So just like by Meiser, where it says Kodesh, you could be paid there, even though it has the din of Hektish. So I would think that that we could also be paid there. Kerem Ravai, even though it's not his, that the Torah would still give it into his rishos. The Tznuin would be the case of would be the sheet of Rameir who holds that you are able to have a certain power, a certain rishos, even by Mom and Gavaya, like by Maeser Shani. But by Leket, since the Leket is your property, it's your, it's your field, maybe you're only able to be mafkrit when it's in your rishos. Once the Aniyam walk off of it, maybe you can't. So it's the same thing. Once it's out there, you're still allowed to be mafkrit. You still have an element of Rishos. And the third thing we see from Rabbi Yochanan, Ravina points out, is that by Rabbi Yochanan comparing to new inter of Doisa, thieves and Aniyam, how you can be Poida and be Mavkarit to save them, I would think that's new in Israel Doisa. So that we don't ask on this Stamishnah on Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan would say, oh no, it's a Yochid, it's only Rav. Rav so I don't have to pass him like it. I pass him like a Stam Mishnah. Shabir Khanan clarified that as well. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.